Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. This year is a year of revelation. Revelation. In Revelation chapter 1. And our text actually is from Revelation chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to shew unto the servants, unto his servants, these things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angels unto his servant, John. Let's read the first line from the screen together, please. One more time. Just the first line. Louder, please. Can I have the ladies read it for us, please? There is always something about ladies. They, they know how to walk with God and serve God. When they are even reading, you can tell that this is a God lover. Uh, ladies, they, they, they think I was joking. Ladies, let's read it again. And you, you see what's going to happen if I ask the men to read it. My witness is about to be evident. All right, can we hear the men read it? No, some ladies are reading with you, that's why. <laughs> Shall we all read it together? <laughs> Can you imagine a whole book that says the revelation of Jesus Christ? The book of Revelation. And it says the revelation. So the book of Revelation is not actually revelation of mystical things that are yet to happen. It's not about revelations of some prophetic things that are about to happen. Not some revelation of some frogs, revelation of some eagle's moon, revelation of some tiger. It's just the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now when you talk about revelation of Jesus Christ, it's not talking about the revelation that belongs to Jesus Christ. Alright, so Jesus has revelation and he's given you. No, it's more about the revelation concerning Jesus Christ. This is the revealing of Jesus. There are so many things that are said about Jesus in Revelations and the church, which no book in the Bible has ever said it. For instance, in Revelations, we know the church as the candlestick, the seven candlesticks. No book in the Bible tells us about the seven candlesticks. The church is the seven candlesticks. While God is the light, the lamp is the lamp. <laughs> the, candle is, is the church is not the candle, it's the candlestick. To hold the candle, that's the, to hold the lamp, which is the lamp, B, the lamp of God, L A M B. It's only in Revelation we get to know that he's actually the lamb sitting on the throne. He's addressed, he's called the lion of the tribe of Judah, but he shows us as a lamb. So he didn't show up as a lion. <laughs> he shows up as a lamb. Revelation chapter 4, somewhere there. He showed up, verse 5, chapter 5, sorry. He showed up as a lamb. 
Revelation is interesting. He says that in the midst of the throne, when everything was ending, after Satan, it's, it's good to know about Genesis, but the story is not complete until you... What, what, what's the point of Olympics if we don't know who's taking the medal? There can't be Olympics without medalists. <laughs> there can't be a contest without a winner. You can't enroll in university permanently. If there is an induction or if there is a uh, uh, acceptance offer, uh, there must be a certificate or there must be a graduation or there must be an aim. No, 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 don't say that. Pastor, then that this must be the same about my marriage. The devil is a liar. It's not the same about your marriage. Your, your marriage certificate is supposed to be your death certificate. In other words, when you finish, you finish your marriage, it should be your death certificate. However, it's not everybody who gets it like that. So you let's leave that aside and move on into. So everything must end. And if there, has, there is a beginning, you see, without revelations, the Bible is not complete. Without revelation, we actually don't know what we are about. So it's surprising that many preachers don't really touch on revelations. For several years, I never touched on revelation because it wasn't. Most of us don't read from revelation. So the revelation of Jesus is the revelation of Jesus, right? Which God gave to him to be given to his slaves, servants, or slaves, depending on what you are comfortable with. Some people have become so sensitive, they just don't even want to hear the word slave because of social injustice and issues. But I'm very happy to announce you that I'm a slave. Slave of Christ. Most of the time when you see the word servant, depending on what Bible version you're using, most of the time the Greek word doulos, born slave. Some place you see born servant. I think Ephesians, I believe Ephesians, somewhere there. Uh, yeah, I think. Born, born servant, slave. And a born slave is a slave who is a slave by choice. After you serve it, during the year of Jubilee, everyone can be released. When you serve your term, it's like you, you are in prison and then you have been released. And he said, Now I want to be a permanent uh, inmate for the government to just work for the government. <laughs> you know, so, so when slaves are released, they can choose that I've said my term, but now I've chosen to be a permanent slave. And then they give them a hole or somewhere, a signet ring. So you are a slave by choice. That's a born slave. And we are slaves of Christ. Amen. Not by coercion. Not by force. But by choice. Christianity is, can I use this word? I know some of you to be too hard on your ears. By slavery to a good God. Because, listen, either you're a slave of righteousness or a slave of unrighteousness, something is, has, has the ability to enslave you. You are not created to be independent. Sex will get you. Alcohol will get you. Drugs will get you. 
Addiction will get you. Some behavior will get you. Something will get you. But he who the son says free is free. Hallelujah. So, send to his servants or his slaves. It's a revelation of Jesus. Say the revelation of Jesus. Say it again, please. So, unless you have the revelation of Jesus, at least basic revelation of Jesus, you cannot be a Christian. Christianity is predicated on your revelation of Jesus. Not your expectation from Jesus. So people go to church, I need him to do something, I need God to do that. And many people, you see, expect that God must be doing God. Just do God, just do God. He has done all that he will do. And our inheritance is in, in Christ. The Bible says that... Um, who has blessed us? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heaven? It's all his, you know when Isaac blessed Jacob, Esau came and he said, Can you? He said, I've given all to your brother. There's nothing I can say again. Whatever I say about you, he's on top. There's no area he can come under you or you can be at par. I've given all the blessing. It's the, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. It's a has blessed. Not will bless. It's has blessed. Who has blessed us with all, uh, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So outside of Christ, it's not, God can't say that. So this whole issue about Christ is necessary for you to know. So it's the revelation of Christ. Say revelation of Christ. When Paul prayed for the Ephesian church, in the, in the book of Ephesians, there were two prayers offered in the book of Ephesians. One of the prayers, the first one was prayer of enlightenment, and the second one was prayer of enablement. The first one was enlightenment to know, and the second one was enablement to do. Christianity starts with your revelation your understanding of Christ, and it thrives eh, with your enablement to do for him. Everything about God has to do with Christ and his church. Hmm. It will be hard for me to preach without making mention of the church because that is God's biggest project and God's biggest agenda. And that is Satan's biggest target. The church. Satan has always fought the church, attacked or a section of God's people or any, any group of people God chooses to use. Satan, they become Satan's prime target from Genesis to Revelations. So, God's, what God is doing is about the church, about Christ and the church. Christ is the, at the center of God's purpose. Christ is at the center of God's move. Christ is at the center of everything God intends to do. Christ. Because Christ is the definition and the revelation and the, and the expression of God. The unseen God 
is seen, is discovered in Christ. God, oh, God is a mystery, but chose not to remain a mystery, but reveal himself through Christ. So Paul puts it this way. The God whom you serve unknowingly, him declare I to you. <laughs> On Mars Hill, Acts chapter 17, when Paul went to uh, 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 Athens, and then uh, uh, he, he said, once I moved around in town, I found out you guys are very superstitious. The Athenians were so superstitious, they loved God. So they had gods here, God, the God of this, the God of ice, the God of the sea, the God of the rivers, the God of uh, um, uh, pregnancy, the God of marriage, the God of jobs, the God of this, the God of that, the God of that. And listen, after they assigned God for everything, everywhere you go, you see a shrine to the God of this, to the shrine to the God of this. He said, as I passed through your town, I saw your city, I saw that you guys are very superstitious. And you know what? In their superstition, they, they did, okay, let's say this, uh, God of marriage, God of jobs, God of cars, God of houses, God of uh, um, children, God of UK. Then they, they, they said, ah, just in case there's something we have left. So the unknown God. So they left one for just the unknown God. Any God, just in case they have missed, they left. They are covering all grounds. And so when Paul came, Acts chapter 17, Paul said, when I walk through your city, I found that you are superstitious. And I found an altar dedicated to that unknown God. And he said, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I'm coming to declare to you. <laughs> First I passed by and beheld your devotions. I found an altar with this inscription, to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare. Hallelujah. Jesus came to declare God to us. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word became flesh. John chapter 1, from verse 1, 2, 3, verse 13, verse 14 said, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld the glory thereof as the glory of the, um, the begotten the only begotten of the Father, uh, uh, full of grace and truth. Verse 18, no one has seen the Father. So verse 18 says, and verse 18 says, no man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has done what? Defined him. Christ came to define God, to reveal God, to declare God, to manifest God. So if you try to go to God, God, where are you? He tells, points you to Christ. So the Jews who claimed that they knew God, who claimed that the word of God was in them, he said that you guys are lying. Because if God's word was in you, you will be looking for me. You will accept what I say. Because God speaks about me. In, my, in, in John chapter 5, verse, I think, verse, verse 37 and 38. John 5, 37 and 38. See how I put it. Oh, Hallelujah. And the Father himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. Verse 38. And ye have not his word abiding in you. For, him, uh, for 
whom he has sent, ye believe not. You don't have his word inside you. If you had it, and he told them that, that you search the scripture, the next verse says, you search the scriptures, thinking that in them you might have eternal life. And the, the scriptures are pointing to me, and yet you don't want to listen to me. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which test the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation testify of Christ. In John chapter, I think, chapter 8, verse 42. 42 and 43. John chapter 8, verse 42. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself. He sent me. So if you have a relationship with God, you would actually accept me. The next verse says that, Why do you not understand my speech? Even because ye cannot hear my way. So, if you are actually, if you have any level of relation with God, you will know that Christ is the answer. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ is called the mystery of God. The mystery of God is Christ and the mystery of Christ is the church. So, in Matthew chapter Thank you, Jesus. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. Bible says, when they came to Caesarea Philippi. Caesarea Philippi was in the northern part of Israel. Whilst Jerusalem, the holy city, was in the southern part. And the holy temple was in the holy city in the southern part. JP, am I right? Exactly. <laughs> He's been there. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, uh, uh, Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I, I, the son of man? Well, that's very interesting. Is it not interesting that he asked them this question in Jerusalem, where the temple was? Because Jerusalem, the, the religious atmosphere was so thick, it won't even give you any opportunity to think outside the box. They were so steep in religion. But everything, Jerusalem, everything, the religious guys were heavy, they were heavy, they heavy handed. So he had to wait till they got to the north, very far away from yeah. the south. And then when they were a little free to be able to think, <laughs> he said, who do men say, I the son of man am? Do you know the answer? Men can't know who Jesus is. At best, they would say he's a prophet. At best, they will say he's a good man. They will put him in the, in the ranking of Confucius. Mahatma Gandhi. I think there was one called Ibn Batuta or something like that. They will put him in that ranking. They will put him, put him in the ranking of wise philosophers, wise men, great men, who spoke things that were true. So, Jesus said, who do men say I am? And they said, some said you are Elijah. Some said you are Jeremiah. Or some, some said you are John the Baptist. Others, some Elijah, that's Elias. Others, Jeremiah. And then one of the prophets. The, the highest ranking humanity or human beings can give to Jesus is a prophet. Because that's what the human mind can take. It only takes revelation Amen. to know who he is. 
And that revelation cannot be given to you by man. Paul puts it this way in Galatians chapter 1 verse 12. He said, for these things I teach, it was not given to me. He said that for, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. The things that I teach, it was given by revelation. The revelation of Jesus Christ gave me the audacity to teach the things I teach. Revelation of Jesus. Man, school can so when people go to theological school thinking they will find Christ, they will understand Christianity. Obviously, with this understanding, you can tell they, they are likely to miss God. There are theological lectures or professors, lecturers, sorry, lecturers or professors in theology who are practical atheists. They actually don't believe it. So that's why I always tell people, don't be so quick to assume Bible school will make you a better Christian. <laughs> that is laughable. No education can make you a better Christian. Discipleship does. There's a difference between discipleship and education. He withdrew the disciples away to one school of tyrannous and met with them daily for two years. And the impact, then the effect of discipleship spread throughout all Asia, such that the word, did he say miracles? The word first. So the all Asia, uh, Acts chapter 19, verse, verse 10, from verse 8 to 10, all Asia heard the word. Why? Because when some people were hardened and they would not hear the word from verse 8, Acts chapter 19, when they were hardened and they would not hear the word, and 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 he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. He was this persuading. This, he was trying to dispute these things that he was teaching. Remember, man did not teach him. And then Bible says that, but when divers were hardened, say hardened. You see, so in a church life and your Christian work, there are people who can be in church but are hardened. Hardened. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Here you can. You can be so hardened. There are, there are people in the choir who, when I'm talking to them, they are hardened. Hardened. Because most of the time, not just in the choir, I mean everywhere. It's normal. I've been a pastor for so many years, okay? By God's grace. I've been, not too many years though, but I've been a pastor for many, so I've heard of, how long have I been doing full-time ministry? 20, from 95, so 22 years time. Yeah. More than, oh, okay, just exactly half my life. Eh? <laughs> Full time pastor. <laughs> Full time in the ministry of God, sorry, in ministry. Not doing it, just all, all out. And I've been doing ministry since 93. So 93, yeah, 40. Yeah, so 24. 93 to 2018. It must be 25, but okay, this 2018 is just a few days. So let's, let's you know, for, but for me to look very powerful, let me add the 2018. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we. So, but I, sometimes people can harden their hearts. Mm. And that is a very sad state to be in, unfortunate state, to have a hardened heart. Hardened hearts always miss God. Because God reaches to you from your heart. 
Your mindset can block your heart flow. That's how discipleship works. Discipleship works. So, when some were hardened in the heart, what did Paul do? He separated the disciples. So, disciples don't harden their hearts. <laughs> disciples flow. But when divers were hardened and believed not, but see, when they don't believe, today speak evil. They don't keep quiet. See Revelation. Yeah. Who do men say I, the Son of Man, am? Some say you are a prophet. Or some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Others say you are Jeremiah. And others say you are one of the prophets. Then Jesus changed, switches, switches the question. Says, Who do you say I am? Verse 16, verse, verse 15. And then 16 said, Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art, Let's already Allah. Let's go. Let's start out again. Loud. One more time. Thou art the Christ. It will really encourage me if you read it out very loud. One more time. Louder. Thou art the Christ. No, human beings can't discover Christ. Christ is revealed. So then Jesus turned to him, verse 17, and said, Blessed are you, Simon Bajona, son of Jonah. Simon Bajona, for flesh and blood has not revealed, say revealed. So what you are saying about me is actually God who reveals because he said, but, but my father who is in heaven. Oh, I love what I'm about to say. This is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Only God can reveal Jesus. Only God. Only God. In fact, can I give you a scripture for that? In Matthew chapter 11, verse 27. Matthew eleven twenty seven, 27. It says that all things are delivered on, unto me of my Father. And no man knows the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And to whom the Son will reveal. No one knows the Son. No, you know he's the Christ. You can't know based on human terms. You cannot know by human exercise. You can't know. It's a flesh and blood has not revealed. It takes God to reveal Christ. So it says the revelation of Christ. That's what the Bible says. The revelation of Christ, which God gave to him to, to give to his servants. What do you want? When I ask you, what do you want? Say that I may know Jesus. What do you want? This year, what do you want? And make him know. There's some disciples, some people, not disciples, some people came to um, Jesus' disciples in John chapter 12, verse 21, 22, 23, and they said, sir, we want to see Jesus. They came and said, we want to see Jesus. Listen, let that be your overriding desire this year. Because if you can see Jesus, everything, when I say seeing Jesus, I'm not talking about physically seeing him. 
Right? I'm not saying Revelation, sorry, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Let me show you something there. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Ah, my heart is filled with love for God. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. It's, it is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of what? I'll come to what? I'll come to what? I'll come to what? Are there differences? Visions and revelation. Vision and revelation. Now, so revelation is about unveiling something that is covered or veiled. How about vision? Vision is what you see after the unveiling. Does that make sense? make sense? What you see. Now, this is the vision. Vision is the function of revelation. So, when something is unveiled, then you get to see the vision. Paul said, thank you very much. Please, let's appreciate it, Pastor. Paul said, Paul said that... I, I don't like to boast, but, you know, it looks like I've been forced to do it. It is, it is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. It's not necessary for me to, but, you know, I'll come to visions and revelations. Because people were, you know, when you're past, some people can say all kinds of things. And you are not called. You are not. So he was defending his apostolicity. <laughs> so he had to say, he said so much in verse 11, chapter 11. He said, me, I've been in shipwrecks. I've suffered this. I've suffered this. I've suffered this. And uh, above all, the daily care of the church. What do they think they are? I'm more. I've done this. I've done this. Then after speaking on, he said, you made me speak. Like, I shouldn't be both, but you made me. He said, no. Verse 12, chapter 12, there he says that, uh, it's not expedient for me to do, but you know what? Let me go, let me go further and tell you. He said, I know a man. I'll, let me now speak about visions and revelations. Previously, he spoke about sufferings. And afflictions. Now I said, let's go to visions and revelations. Mm. So, this man had revelations. He, he himself says that the things I teach, I did not receive it from man, but it was given to me by revelation of Christ. Say revelation. revelation. You can't know Jesus because you have... <laughs> excuse me, let me tell you this. A lot of people think they can research and find out more about Jesus. <laughs> Listen, if you start researching Jesus... Internet researching, and God actually wants to have mercy on you. He will direct you to an, an Ananias. He will direct you to someone who can teach you systematically. You don't become a Christian by deciding that okay, I'm now a Christian and I'm going to do my research. I'm going to do make a, a comparative studies. In in, in theological terms, it's called syncretism. That's mixing all religion. Mix this, add this, add this. Syncretism. I'm going to just, just add everything because everybody's right. I'm going to. You know, most people, when you meet them, they tell, they tell you that I've done a lot of research and I know what this guy, I know, I know what you're talking about. They just know just on the human terms. Yes. But Jesus said, no man cannot, flesh and blood cannot reveal this to you except by my Father in heaven. Mm. Mm. 
How far you can go in God and how well you can do in life is a function of how you know what you know about Jesus or how Jesus has been revealed to you. And this year, I pray that it will be all of us our desire. It will be your desire that you will not just be a church goer, a church attender, but someone who has encountered Jesus. When they encountered Jesus, they were willing to die for it. They crucified them. They killed them. They said, they said, deny Jesus. He said, you have to say, uh, uh, Caesar Hokurios. Caesar is Lord. They said, we, say, we will not say Caesar Hokurios. We will say, Jesus, oh, uh, Jesus Hokurios. Jesus is Lord. Jesus Hokurios. No, you have to say. And they were dying for just that. They were killing them. They were killing them. They said, we can't deny what we have seen. He said, First John chapter 1, verse 2, 3, uh, from verse 1 to 3. He said, that which we have seen, that which we have handled, that which we have tasted, that of the eternal life, that we declare, said, that which we have seen, heard, declare we unto you, that you may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father. From the, I thought that from verse 1, that which we have seen, they said, uh, of the, uh, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, which we have handled with our hands of the word of life. Of the word of life, which was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that, that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. It must be revealed, manifested to you. Many people are jumping around as Christians, but they don't have a clue about the Christ of Christianity. That's right. wow. They don't have a clue about the Christ of Christianity. I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. You can't, do you know the Christ of Christianity? It starts with giving your life to him. It starts with inviting him to your life. It starts with saying, now, Lord, I accept you. I believe you died for me on the cross. I believe that I'm a sinner and you died for me. There's no amount of good works I can do to justify myself before God. You have done all the good works and you are willing to accept me as a child of God. Bible says that as John chapter 1 verse 12, as many as believed him, as many have received him, he gave them the power to become the, the, the sons of God. In conclusion, I haven't really, I didn't even go too deep, but I think, is it okay if I continue next week? Yeah, in, in conclusion for today, <laughs> in conclusion for today, this thing I'm declaring to you, we just read it, that which was from the beginning. That which was from the belief. Colossians chapter 1, verse 25 and 26. Um, no, 20, let's go 26 and 27 instead. 26 and 27 is better. Okay, let's start with 25. That's okay. Uh, 25. Wherefore, I am not made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which, uh, sorry, wherefore, I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Verse, verse 26. Even the mystery. Even the mystery which had been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made. Is it not similar to what we read? The mystery, I told you, Jesus Christ is the mystery hidden. You can't go and be search. Human beings have not even been able to finish researching the depths of the ocean, let alone the skies. We are every now and then projecting and assuming and purporting. But maybe there's, there's, this, there's this number of billions of stars. This the, the, all those things are just theories. Yes, 
theories, mm. presuppositions. Mm. We haven't been able to finish researching it. We, we can't. Because God, Bible says in John chapter 4, I like this scripture a lot, you know, that God is a spirit. Yeah. Think about it. God is a spirit. There's no way your eyes can detect radio waves. No. Your eyes cannot detect radio waves. How can your mind detect spiritual things? God is a spirit. He says that for the th- First Corinthians chapter fourteen, chapter two, verse fourteen. He says that these things we speak. This is that for the carnal man. He says that second, First Corinthians, sorry, First Corinthians chapter two, verse fourteen. He says that, but the natural man receives not the things of the spirit. Did you see that? Did you see that? Natural, you by nature, there's no way you can receive the things of spirit. You don't have what it takes by nature. In your nature, the natural man does not. The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. So don't be surprised if people who don't understand these things talk down on it. Oh, that's rubbish. How can somebody say that? Receive your healing. He say, Amen. He said that you are receiving. And it's happening for us. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. No, this is not for fun. It's not a joke. It's happening. Did you hear the lady's testimony last Sunday? It's happening. Her organs were floating in blood. Yeah. Her organs were top, top what? Top consultants. consultants, global consultants, where international consultants couldn't figure out what was wrong. She became a mystery patient. So she entered the church. The natural man cannot figure these things out. So what they conclude is anything that is beyond our ability to understand, this is nonsense. This is nonsense. He says that we preach Christ crucified foolishness to the Greeks. They're, listen to this. I'm ending on this. According to First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 to 24, 23, it talks about the core message of the church is foolishness to those who are perishing. It said, for the preaching of the cross is unto them who are perishing foolishness. Did you see that? They preach, how can you say someone died on the cross to save him from my sin? Nonsense, nonsense, <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> and yet you are perishing. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But to us, say us, say us, us. to us which are saved, it is the power. God said, I got the power. Power. He said, where is the power? It's in Christ. What the world calls foolishness in their so-called, Bible says that, this is how I put it, he said, in the wisdom of God, I think verse 21 or 22 or 23, for in the wisdom of God, it has pleased God. But after, after, after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. Do you see what I mean? So, uh, human wisdom, exercising of human brain power, God 
in his plan, in his wise way of doing things, have decided that you human beings, through our intellectual research, will not know God. That's what I said. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. So I'm preaching your healing. You say I receive it. He pleased God that through that he will save you. Amen. <laughs> can, you, can you take God to court? Can you arrest him for deciding to use that system? That's his system. It pleased God that through the foolishness, what they call, it doesn't mean preaching is foolishness. Excuse me, it doesn't mean that preachers must speak foolishly. No, no. It doesn't say too foolish preaching. It said the foolishness, what's the so-called, the so Call they call foolishness. It's God is happy that through them, that means He will save those who believe what is preached. Say, I want to see Jesus. What do you want this year? What do you want this year? When you see Jesus, you have received your answers. Things begin to lie force in place. From glory to glory. Amen. From glory to glory. Did, did somebody receive somebody? Yes. Yes. We are the Jesus people. We are the Christ people and we are not ashamed. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.